This is an ABC podcast. <laughs> I cannot believe she's back in studio. I'm back. I can't say that my brain is fully back, but I am physically here. (laughs) I'm not well. I'm still not well. (laughs) Not well, girls. I'm not well. (laughs) I want to say I really missed this show. I missed you. I missed the hookup. And most importantly, I missed hookup listeners. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was sneakily looking through some of our DMs and I just wanted to reply to people and be like, hi, like a chat to me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's like so nice to be back. And I'm super excited to do this episode because I've missed a couple of eps- uh, like really great episodes, right? What have you covered the past couple of weeks? Yeah. So we did Never Had an Orgasm two weeks ago. And then last week we did Dick Size Does It Matter? I think that's kind of the perfect um, foray to move into this next topic that we're going to do today, Dee. Exactly. So I have been wanting to do this topic for ages and it's like the perfect opportunity. You did the dick episode. You love dick. Um, <laughs> and now we're going to be chatting about vulvas. <laughs> Women and people with vulvas have exactly the same insecurity about their bits down there too. And for, for years I've been working on the show and hearing from so many listeners who have said that they hate the way that their vulva looks. They don't think it's quote unquote normal, especially if they've got maybe flaps that aren't symmetrical, maybe one's a bit longer than the other. They've got an innie instead of an outie. Yes, I'm really excited to do this episode. Also, just from like a personal perspective, because I have to be honest, like I don't feel super stoked with my vulva. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Like I've just... There's so many people that are like, I love my yoni, um, but I just kind of, I have bad days where I'm just like, ugh, I think I hate you. But, you know, it's a work in progress. I've definitely had moments where I'm wearing like bathers and I'm conscious of the shape of it or maybe getting like a front wedgie. Oh, the camel toe is the biggest thing for me. And also just watching shows like Love Island, that's when I get the most insecure when I'm looking through social media or watching these reality TV shows where everyone are in these like tiny tiny bikinis and I seriously just look at it and I go sorry where are all the flaps <laughs> like, no completely that is just not gonna happen for me also when you go and buy undies or briefs and the little strip that is meant to house your coochie mama and it's literally like I don't know an where? inch and I'm like I'm sorry where? what in what world exactly so let's get a refresher on the anatomy down there first. Let's find out what all the different bits are because it can be confusing. So let's hear from Dr. Charlotte Elder. She's a gynecologist about everything we need to know. So the whole area um, of external genitalia is called the vulva. The labia are what people refer to as the flappy bits and there's the labia minora, which are the inner lips, and then the labia majora, which are the outer ones. Yeah, so exactly right there, what she's talking about is what people would normally call the innie or an Audi. So that's the bit that sticks out or maybe hangs outside of your lips. Dude, I got to play you this Ella Watkins grab from TikTok. She has all the best names for this. Ella, what's wrong? I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like I have an above average size coochie mama. A what? An extra hot hot pocket. A what? A massive moose knuckle. Oh. How big are we talking? If everyone else is flying domestic, I'm charting a jumbo jet. Yo, what? Y'all are beautiful doves and I'm an albatross with record-breaking wingspan. Oh. Ella, there's nothing wrong with having cinema-sized meat curtains. With what? A colossal bearded clam. A what? A badly packed kebab. Oh. 
I'm so obsessed with her. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. The meat. What was it? The cinema-sized meat curtains? Oh, no. My favorite obsessed. is Hot Hot, po- hot Pocket. <laughs> I'm using that. Okay. But, like, obviously Ella is, like, making fun of herself and totally owns this. Like, she's done heaps of TikToks as a self-confessed owner of burger buns, and she's proud of it. And we put up some stories on our Insta to suss how you're feeling about your pussoirs, and so many of you got into our DMs to chat about how you feel about your bits. I had a really bad relationship with my vulva pretty much from the moment I became sexually active and I realised that my vulva didn't look like the tiny, neat, little vulvas. I, you know, would research having a labiaplasty and I even had a consult um, to, to find out more about actually getting the procedure. I've seen articles where they say here are what your vulva should look like and what you should do to get it that way. So when I was younger, you know, like wearing bikini bottoms, I'd always think that it was, you know, really embarrassing, like you'd be able to see it. Nobody's ever said anything to me. It's just been something that I've been really hung up on ever since I was probably 13 or 14. I don't love it now, but I'm learning to love myself how I'm made, that's all we can do. From the time that I was quite young, I was very self-conscious about my vagina. I basically thought that it was a mini penis. Um, I thought that it looked unusual and that I was the only person that had uh, a vagina that looked like that. I used to be so self-conscious wearing bathers and I used to always wear board shorts or wrap a towel around my waist. Um, When I started having casual sex, I wouldn't let anybody go down on me or let them look at my vagina too much. Um, I always had the lights off. I was incredibly self-conscious and I used to uh, say that I didn't really like uh, oral sex. In our DMs, like so many of you said that you really loved your coochies, you had been on a bit of a journey and you were like, yep, I feel really good. It's something that doesn't bother me. But there was still a lot of you who said that you didn't feel that way. Uh, and yeah, 41% of you said you felt self-conscious about what you look like down there. Yeah, some of the things that you said, um, someone here said, I have an Audi and I remember when I was younger, I had visions of chopping it off, which is so oh, brutal. I just feel for that person. Heart. Yeah, someone else here says, all of the ones I see in the media are so skinny, like super flat, no bumps, and I'm always so, so jealous. Yeah, another one here. I saw many things on social media complaining about Addies, and now I'm crazy insecure. And this one I really want to chat about, Pip. Someone here said, media, partners, and porn have all affected my view on my vulva and they did a sad face I'm assuming that means it's a negative view (laughs) but this is exactly why people are feeling this way because we only see really neat pretty vulvas symmetrical in media in porn and like I said before on shows like Love Island when they're all in bathing suits yeah we just heard from hookup listeners who couldn't even um, go to the beach without wearing board shorts or wrapping a towel around their waist like it's really affected people's lives. And what I think a lot of people don't realise as well, Pip, is that there's actually laws in Australia that prevent porn and media from being able to show the diversity of vulvas. We spoke to Dr. Emma Bernard, who's from the University of Melbourne, and she's doing her PhD on vaginal plastic surgery. And she said that here in Australia we have laws that regulate porn. So basically the stuff that you might be seeing in porn has either been airbrushed or altered. Australian media censorship laws do sort of state that um, 
uh, something along the lines of realistic depictions of, um, of nudity may contain what they call discrete genital detail, but there should be no genital emphasis. So, you know, and of course, not all porn is regulated. The, the sort of the market is, is a lot, um, lot bigger uh, than it used to be. And, you know, different types of porn are accessible in different sorts of ways. But the kind of porn that is regulated uh, in Australia does usually mean that um, the images that we're seeing have been altered in some way to meet the criteria of the uh, censorship laws. Okay, I only just learned about this today and it is so cooked. And I know that there's so much porn that's not regulated and it's all like, you know, shot at home and stuff. But still, like, why do we have a censorship law on this? It just feels really outdated. It's wild. And this is exactly the reason why so many people end up hating their bits down there and want to end up getting surgery. So there's a variety of different um, genital cosmetic surgeries. The one that is most common sort of in Australia and, and other places in the world is called a labiaplasty. And um, a labiaplasty uh, looks at removing some of those uh inner flaps of the vulva, so the labia minora, to sort of make it look smaller. Yeah, and so many people in our DM spoke to us about this because the main reason they wanted to get labiaplasty or even considered it was because that they had no reference point or anything to compare and be able to see that their vulva was like someone else's. Yeah, I spoke to young uh, women who who went to see a doctor because they they felt like there was something wrong with them. They felt like they, uh, you know, um, either needed surgery or weren't sure that what they looked like, you know, sort of was considered normal. So um, these are people who were in their you know in their teens when they went to when they went to consult someone about this. And they said lots of um, lots of things, but what was really really common, and what I think pretty much everybody said, was that they didn't really know what normal looked like in this context. Okay, so let's find out what quote unquote normal looks like. And someone who knows exactly what that is is gynecologist Dr. Charlotte Elder, who you heard from before. She sees so many different types of vulvas, shapes, colours, uh, and also how they change over the years. There's a huge variety. It's a bit like a face, you know, like you, you can recognise a human face when you see it. It's got eyes and a nose and a mouth and um, a forehead and eyebrows, but um, there's so many different variations and vulvas are exactly the same. I think the ones that that we see commonly are sort of like the Disney princess of vulvas. Um, like we all get what they look like, but they also don't look like the standard person that you see around. So there are some people who look like Disney princesses, but most people don't. Most people just look like a person. And that's how I think of vulvas. So um, people can have um, really prominent labia minora. So that's um, the inner lips. They can have really small labia minora. They can have really frilly labia minora. They can have asymmetrical um, so one side's an innie and one side's an outie. And interestingly enough, um, the um, vulva changes over time. So um, everyone kind of knows the difference between someone who's gone through puberty and hasn't gone through puberty, that um, uh, genitals get um, bigger and change colour and change shape, and that's that's really normal. Um, and then, and grow hair, obviously. And, um, and then, but the labia majora, so the outer lips, they actually change a lot um, like over I suppose roughly the decade after puberty so um, I see a lot of girls in their middle teens who come and see me and say oh look things aren't right um, I need surgery and actually their labia majora are going to do heaps of growing over the next 10 years or so and often um, 
the um, amount that the labia minora stick out um, changes quite markedly over that time. So it's actually really common for things to change over time. She also confirmed a stat that I'd read online recently as well. And I really, really, really want to hone in on this because it blew my mind. More than half of all vulvas had inner labia that are longer than the outer labia. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's really kind of like, common. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of like the major reason why people are getting um, cosmetic surgery, right? Yeah, so people um, for various reasons can be concerned and, and think that their labia minora should sit inside the labia majora, but um, no, it's completely normal to have labia minora that, that protrude or dangle out. So how can we learn to love our vulvas more? It's all about showing more diversity in media and basically what we consume in our social media feeds. And so when we put up this story on our Instagram and told you that we were talking about vulvas this week, we got absolutely flooded with messages from people saying that we had to chat to this girl called Ellie. Yeah, she runs this Instagram account and website called Comfortable In My Skin. Dee, let's pull up her page right now. All right, go to her website and then hit the picture on the homepage that says flip through my flaps. Flip through my flaps? Okay, I'm looking now. Isn't that amazing? So there's legs open view. These are full on proper vulvas, like full naked. There's so many. I know. And I love that she's <gasps> done two different types, like the standing up standing view. Standing up view. Legs and the legs open. open. So there's so many. They're all so different. I know. I This is what I love about our show so much is that like I didn't know that Comfortable In My Skin existed. And yeah. because of all of our listeners, which we love so much when you message us and tell us about um, you know who you're following or things that we can learn now I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with this page this I is know. incredible I love it so much and Ellie actually got into our DMs and was like hey everyone's telling me to talk to you which I thought was so great and I was like yo let's have a chat are you free so I got on a call with her and I asked her about why she even created this in the first place well, it actually started back when I was in high school um, and a boy in my math class passed me a note that said, do you have an innie or an outie? And so that was the first time um, in my life that I started being self-conscious of my vulva. And then as I continued through high school, I just got more and more self-conscious through like all the jokes that people said. Um, I used to surf, so I have quite big labia that you can see in a bikini. And it used to make me feel really self-conscious. Um, so then I started looking into labiaplasty when I was in my early twenties. Um, and I had uh, about two consultations in Sydney. Um, and then I ended up having a consultation in India where I used to live. And that's when the doctors told me like, you need to start looking at other vulvas and see that they're all different. Um, and so that's when I started my journey of photographing vulvas. But, yeah, now I'm a vulva photographer and I created a thing called Flip Through My Flaps and I'm in the process of photographing vulvas all around Australia um, to show vulva diversity. I have had two of my best friends that had labiaplasty. One was at 16 and then she got it done again when she was 19. And then another one of my friends got it done at 18 and we always say to each other, we're like, imagine if the three of us had have just shown each other our vulvas and we would have all realised that it's okay to have labia, it's normal, it's a body part. But instead there's this weird thing with your vulva that you have to suffer in silence. It's like so many people at home just feeling alone and sad and it doesn't need to be that way. Also, can I just say, Ellie mentioned something in our chat about how you can use um, your larger labia 
to find more pleasure in sex. I don't know. I really hope that people that have labia that is a little bit longer um, can realize that you can just play with it a certain way and it can be so pleasurable and to just connect with it. It's for yourself. It's not for anyone else. Oh, yeah. Dr. Charlotte Elder said the exact same thing. Um, I've even had people tell me that they reckon sex is better if you have larger labia minora. Yeah, I've, I've certainly heard people say that. See, again, that's something that we wouldn't know unless we talked about it. Right? Totally. And if you're keen for more, another page that we absolutely love is Pink Bits. Um, It's basically an Instagram page full of amazing drawings of all different types of bodies and vulvas. And I chatted to Christine Yaya. She's the founder and illustrator of Pink Bits. And she reckons if you're struggling with those feelings, she says... Curate your feeds. It doesn't have to be all in one sitting. It doesn't have to be a big like Marie Kondo session. But As you're scrolling through, just note how you feel, note the world you've created on your device and question what is and what is not serving you. Um, Your digital world can literally be anything you want, so you don't have time to feel shit while doing your little scroll on your little screen. It's like basically a big unlearning journey. A lot of us have had to unlearn so much when it comes to our physical bodies and what they look like. We've been taught from countless people, family members, relationships, interactions, environments, media, that our bodies are not okay and that they're not acceptable and that they have to look like this to be okay. But doing those kind of, doing that introspection work, doing that unlearning work, reflecting on these lessons we've internalized is such a crucial way to choosing a life that we choose and approaching our bodies in a way that we've decided for ourselves and thereby setting boundaries which serve us best. So go follow these pages, Comfortable My Skin, Pink Beats, go follow the Vulva Gallery as well. There's so much that you can do to change the way that you might feel if you are feeling insecure or self-conscious about your vulva by just literally diversifying, learning about the vulva and how No two are the same. They are all so different. So true, bestie. (laughs) (laughs) Also, another thing that I want to chat about just quickly, Pip, before we wrap up Mm. is so many people got in touch with us in our DMs who sleep with vulva owners and they all said, we do not care what you look like. We're just lucky to even be getting naked with you. No, that's so it. Because Justin got in touch. He said, I didn't even know this was an issue for women. I've seen lots and loved them all. Yeah, someone else here says, okay, as a bloke, I've seen some very different vulvas and it doesn't bother me. And if it bothers any bloke, they need to grow the F up. Another person saying, sorry, not a vulva owner, but seriously to those that are, you are all beautiful. And someone else here says, I used to worry about mine, but since embracing being a lesbian, I realize all fannies are different and absolutely beautiful. Okay, I'm feeling really good. I kind of started this episode with you and I was just like, I don't know how I feel. But now having looked through, like flip through my flaps and, you know, speaking about it and hearing other people feel the same way... I'm feeling good. Yeah, me too. You should. It's a work in progress. You're not going to feel different straight away, right? Like what Christine was saying, there's a lot of unlearning that you got to do. So it can take time, but hopefully this is a start. And yeah, thanks for being on the journey with us. Let's love our poussoirs. Thank you for always getting in touch with us in our DMs. It's so sick to get your perspectives and it's also so sick, like we've been saying, to learn different things. Like it's awesome that we got to chat to Ellie because you told us about her. So if there's anything that you want us to cover, topic related with sex, dating, relationships, love, slide on in at Triple J The Hookup. And you can also email us thehookup at abc.net.au. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>